Hello everybody and a huge good afternoon, good morning, good night, um, whatever time it is when you are joining, where you are joining us from today. Um, a huge welcome to you, welcome to the prayer experience. Thank you for taking this time out of your day in order to join us as we pray across the church and the nations today. And a huge welcome to everybody as well who's joining us later on. If you're not watching the broadcast live, um, you know, welcome to you as well and um, please share this video you know you never know how it'll impact other people around you if you just click on that share button on whichever platform you're on today and don't forget to subscribe as well to the Delatox Media UK channel on YouTube again the more likes the more subscribes that we've got on YouTube the more people will be able to actually see us when they search for things and don't forget to connect with us today as we are live. Um, you can join us on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch and on Twitter. Um, just please, you know, leave your comments. Let us know what God's doing in your, in your life. Let us know what you're praying for today. And if you've got any prayers which are confidential, please don't forget that we have the prayer experience hotline, which is a UK landline number there that you can call. If you're calling from outside of the UK, just add the plus four four at the beginning. So let Let's start off today with Thanksgiving and we're looking at Psalm 100 verse 4 from the New International Version. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. You know, we are entering a time of prayer. We are entering into his presence. We are welcoming, welcoming him into our lives. We are coming into that place. So we need to go through those gates. Now we need to move into this time with him, into his presence with our thanksgiving, with our praise for all that he has done for us and all that he continues to do for us. So Father God, we thank you today, Lord. Father God, we invite you in to our midst today, Lord. No matter where we are, whether we are in our homes, in our workplaces, in our cars, whether we're outside, whether we are on our own, whether we're with family members or friends, Lord, we just invite you to come and dwell with us today, Lord. Father God, come and shape us and guide us, Lord. Lead us into this time of prayer, Lord. Lead us into your presence. Lord, we thank you that there is nothing that can separate us from your love, Lord. We thank you that no matter where we are in the world today, that we can join through the power of technology this afternoon, Lord. Father God, we just thank you for our provision. We thank you for the employment that you give us, Lord. We thank you for our homes. We thank you for our families, Lord. We thank you for the clothes that we wear. We thank you for the food that we eat, Lord. Father God, even though we may feel like we lack in some areas, Lord, we know that your provision means that we need not worry, Lord, that everything is already laid out before us, that you've set out that table before us, Lord. And so today we just want to just thank you for all that you are, Lord, and all that you continue to do in our lives. Amen and amen. Right, let's move on to the inspired word. And we're looking at 1 Peter 2 verses 4 to 5 um, from the New International Version. It says, as you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also like 
you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Christ Jesus. You know, we often talk about sacrifices. We often talk about what God calls us to do. And it's not necessarily those physical things that God wants us to do, those things which are seen by other people. You know, he's not calling for us to give sacrifices that um, are out for the world to see. He's not calling us to, you know, make a show, to make a dance. He's calling us to do things which are on a personal level. And that's why it says that, you know, offering spiritual sacrifices, which are acceptable to God. You know, he wants our hearts. He wants us to commit who we are, our innermost selves to him. He wants to be able to dwell within us. And that's why we are called to give those spiritual sacrifices. You know, things like coming into this place of prayer today, um, into sacrificing our time, into coming into his presence and joining together and prioritizing our relationship with him. It's those spiritual sacrifices which mean the most to him, which he calls us to do. And it's those choices that we continually are able to make that he wants us to come and lay out before him. You know, the the um the scripture says, as you come to him, you know, today in this time of prayer, we are coming to him. We are coming in to this place of prayer. We are coming into the, his presence today to spend time with him. It's those spiritual sacrifices that are made just by sacrificing our time by coming into his presence. But it's not just the time. It's all the other things that we would be doing. You know, we could be sat watching TV. We could be spending time with friends. We could be out doing different things but we are choosing to make that sacrifice by coming into his presence and coming and spending that time with him you know it talks about the living stone which is Jesus which is Christ you know he he was rejected by people but chosen by God and we are precious to him but he also compares us and says that we are also like living stones and that we are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood you know we look at the role of the church the role of the church is that community of believers that community of people who are all gathered together with the same agenda and that is just like us here as intercessors right here on the on the prayer experience we are being built into a spiritual house together you know it doesn't matter whereabouts in the world we are the different languages that we speak the different races that we that we come from the different areas that we grow up in the different accents that we speak we are all being used together because we are we all have that common ground we are all focused around that original living stone around Christ and we are all here laying out our spiritual sacrifices our time our our families, our lives in order for God to use us as intercessors. We've all responded to that call. We've all responded and said that, you know, Father God, we want you to be able to use us. We want to be more effective when we pray. We want to be more, uh, to, to do more for him. We want to be able to um, live a life worthy of what he's called us to do. And this is why 
Um, this is why we need to make that time in our lives, not just for this half an hour now as we come into that place of intercession. Um, but yeah, um, just as uh, Ampex just said there on the comments, you know, it's about having that time in the secret place as well. You know, it's that time as well that we make in the secret place alone is also just as important as this particular prayer time is. And also you can tell, um, you know, the, the amount of time that we spend in that secret place, in the presence of Christ, on our own with him, that relationship we've got with him, that is what the true reflection of our walk with him, that is the relationship that other people can see. So, you know, we, we need to really focus on where we're up to and what we're prioritizing in our lives today and this is why it's really important to come with those spiritual sacrifices and not necessarily just to think about those physical sacrifices that we make every single time that we come into that place so let's just go into a place of reflection because I feel like God really wants to speak to some of us in this area and just have a bit of a think about the spiritual sacrifices that we're already making but the ways that we can increase those the ways that we can make those more um not profitable what's the word I'm looking for um we can see more fruit more fruitful you know we want to see more fruit coming from these times of prayer the time that we spend with Christ in our personal relationship the time that we spend in that secret place in that quiet time that we spend with him on that one-to-one -one basis as well which will help us become more fruitful in the time of prayer when we gather corporately to intercede so father god we just invite you right now to come and speak to us lord father god we we lay out our lives to you you know our lives themselves are a living sacrifice to you lord and yet you want you want to dwell within us lord you want us to be so full of your spirits that we can walk by the spirit we can live by the spirit that there is more of you lord and less of our less of ourselves as we walk as we gather as we speak as we minister to other people lord so father god we just pray that you will show us how we can increase those lord what sacrifices are you calling from us today lord what are you wanting us to do? How can we get closer to you today, Lord? Father God, show us those areas of our lives where we've still got things that are blocking us from truly engaging with you, Lord. Whether we're carrying hurt, pain, resentment, illness, whether we're carrying other things, Lord, that we are almost allowing to separate ourselves from you Lord or things that we're not necessarily allowing but we feel like they are getting in the way of our relationship with you Lord Father God we just ask you to help us learn how to remove those Lord Father God we need your help to to come into this place to understand what it is that you want from us Lord and Father God, you know, we are already gathered here. We've already responded to that call to be intercessors, Lord. We are here to listen, Lord. We're here to receive from you, Lord, but we want to give you sacrifices. We want to sacrifice ourselves to you as well, Lord. So Father God, show us how we can make our spiritual sacrifices acceptable to you lord how can we come into this place lord how can each one of us respond to that call lord father god we just invite you 
to just come and to speak to each one of us now, Lord. Father God, just show us how we can move in and through you, Lord. Father God, we just pray that you, you will minister to each person here today and you will show us how we can move forward and move closer to you, Lord. We are choosing to draw closer to you, Lord. We want to be able to walk boldly, Lord. We want to be able to be more confident when we pray, Lord. We want to be able to respond to things in the moment. We don't want anything blocking us, Lord. So Father God, just help us lay it all down before you now. Amen and amen. Right, let's move on and pray for the church. And the scripture we're looking at is from Acts chapter 12, verse 5, again from the New International Version. And it says, so Peter was kept in prison, but the church was earnestly praying to God for him. You know, I want us to pray today that the church will understand how important prayer is. You know, there's so many churches who do not have prayer right at the forefront, right as that firm foundation within the church. And so I want us just to pray that the church will understand how important that will be. You know, in order to see people be set free, in order to see things happen, in order to see things move, we what we need that we need the power that comes from that place of prayer, that comes from that secret place, that comes from that intercession. And that starts with the church. That needs to be the firm foundation of the church. Prayer needs to be that foundation. You know, you look at um, the story where um, the wise man built his house upon a rock and the foolish man built his house upon the sand. And when storms come, when things happen within um, people's lives, if they don't have that firm foundation, it washes away. So when people are coming into faith and they're new to faith, when they're coming into that place and building up the relationship with Christ, we really need the church to be showing each person and discipling each person effectively so that if they build their lives on prayer, if they start praying at the beginning of their walk, if they build their life with Christ on that firm foundation that is prayer, when things when the prison comes when the rain comes when the storms come when health troubles come they will be able to just automatically go into that place of prayer and we will see them be them remaining steadfast in their faith rather than being like the seeds that fell amongst the wayside or that got picked up by the birds we do not want that to happen we want people to stay in that place of faith. We want to be people to be able to stand on that firm foundation. That firm foundation is their faith. You know, we want the prayer meetings to be the most well attended group within the church, not the least attended. We want the prayer groups and the prayer meetings to be the most prioritized. We want people within church to understand that 
that is the most important thing you know if the church service starts on a sunday morning with prayer and yet they continue praying for an hour and a half without doing anything else without um speaking the word without going into a time of worship but they just continue the church stays in that place of prayer then that is not a wasted meeting that is not something that has gone wrong that is not something that um we need to worry about you know if a church service starts and gets to the end of the service and there hasn't been a time of prayer that is a time that is when you know caution needs to be made and changes need to be made within that service so that prayer is really specifically deep rooted within each member of that church you know people aren't going to be able to live their life from the beginning to the end with all the trials and tribulations that may come their way if they do not have that automatic um rock that automatic foundation of prayer in their lives and yet there must be so many christians who don't already have that deep knowledge and that understanding and that ability to go into that place of prayer and that is what I want us to pray for today not necessarily within specific church buildings as well but within the church as a whole within the church and the community of believers around the world across the nations we need to pray that each Christian each part of the body understands and commits themselves to submit to prioritize prayer to go into that place into that deep meaningful relationship with the Lord that they need to build so let's just pray together father god we just lift up the church lord we lift up individual congregations lord but we lift up individual people who are part of the body of christ around the nations today lord we pray that every single person will have a conviction if they do not have that prayer in their lives if they do not have that firm foundation of prayer, Lord, we pray that they will understand the significance that that has had on their walk so far, Lord, and that they will prioritise making space and making a way for that prayer to be prioritised and deep-rooted in their lives, Lord. Father God, we pray for every pastor, for every church leader across the nations, Lord. We pray that they will understand the importance of prayer and that they will understand how for, how that foundation needs to be planted, Lord. We pray that people who come into church who are new to faith will be transformed will be redeemed but will have that discipleship that will teach them how to pray effectively that will teach them how to lay that firm foundation in their lives so that when these storms come when the birds come when things like when the prison came like it did to Peter the church will understand how to pray for themselves personally but they'll also be able to stand as a community of intercessors across the nations and pray earnestly and effectively into people's situations that will see the enemy will not have that hold that he has over people at the minute because the power of prayer will be such stronger force that people will 
truly have that mindset that nothing can come against that. Nothing can come against that power in prayer. Nothing can stand against it. We will see people with no sicknesses. We will see churches with no illnesses. We will see people with no addictions, with no mental health problems, not because people don't feel welcome in those congregations, but because as soon as they've entered the door, people have have had that heart and that passion and that desire to pray. They've had that earnest, deep-rooted relationship with Christ. And they, as a congregation, have stood so powerfully and effectively over people's lives in that instant that they've walked into church and someone has seen something on that person. They have been set free in that moment and people have maintained that foundation and that relationship. And we need the Spirit of God, Lord. We welcome your Spirit into the churches now, Lord, Father God, we just pray that that will come to pass, that we will see people being set free, we will see people walking in that freedom that comes with it, amen and amen. Right, let's move on and pray for the nations and I want us to pray specifically for people who've um, maybe suffered a recent loss or even a loss historically who are currently um, suffering with grief, who are currently going through that time of bereavement. And we're looking at Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 3 um, from the NIV. And it says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness. You know, I personally know so many people at the minute who are going through a really significant time of loss, and I just want us just to pray over anyone here who's currently suffering with a bereavement, you know, it doesn't necessarily need to be a recent loss. Anyone who suffered previously with that loss, you know, we need people to be able to turn to Christ during this time. So let's pray. Father God, we just lift up anyone to you now, Lord, across the nations, across the world who is currently going through a period of mourning, Lord. Father God, we just pray that they will be able to find you in and amongst this time, Lord, that whatever they are going through, Lord, that we acknowledge its significance, we acknowledge the significance of that loss in their lives, Lord, and we just pray that you will lead them through this time, that you will lead them and guide them through, that they will understand that it is you who's carrying them through, Lord. And we pray that you will comfort them, Lord. You will comfort them, that they will have the oil of joy instead of mourning, Lord, that they'll be able to look back on this season and understand that everything is beautiful in its time. And that even though this loss that they feel is so vast and so wide, Lord, that this loss they will be able to look back in the future and look back on this period of time and see fruit come from it, Lord. And Father God, we just pray that you will just place your hand over them at this time, Lord. Amen and amen. Right, let's move on and pray for healing. And we're looking at Proverbs 12, verse 18. It says, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. I feel like 
I want us to pray specifically now that from the place of prayer and that place, that, that time of dwelling in the secret place of spending time in, in the, in God's presence, spending time in that place of prayer, that when someone is asking to be prayed for, someone needs healing, that people will be able to pray effectively because the Lord will lay scriptures that will be deep rooted within them so that when they are called to pray, when they are called to intercede, that those words will bring healing, that people will have the right scripture at the right time to say over the right person. And they will not just grasp something recklessly or say something in that in that time and it will be the wrong thing for that person to hear so father god i just lift up anyone before you now lord who needs healing who is waiting for your touch lord father god i just want us to rebuke anything that has been said to them that has been reckless and they have felt that it has pierced them that it has been the wrong thing that has been said at the wrong time for example, anyone who's got mental health problems, Lord, anyone who's suffering with their mental health, anyone who is struggling and they've just been told just to get on with it, Lord, those words, those reckless words may have pierced them at the time like swords. And yet, Lord, we just want to stand in that place, Lord, and just say that we are asking for the right people to speak those words of healing, those words of life into their lives, into their situations, Lord, at the right time, and that they will see their healing come. And for everyone else, Lord, we just pray that they will be able to understand how important it is to spend time in that secret place, to absorb your word, Lord, to read your scriptures. That way, when someone needs healing, they've got a scripture at the right time that speaks life and not death into their situation, that makes them feel uplifted that brings them out of the situation, that gives them something specific to lean on in that time. And that scripture at the right time from the right person will bring about their healing because it's the tongue of the wise and the tongue of the wise comes from reading the word of God, from spending time praying in that secret place, from spending time praying corporately, from prioritizing the word of God. And so we just ask Lord that anyone who needs prayer right now will know that healing comes quickly. That Father God, through your stripes on that cross, Lord, they are healed. That they will truly know what power is in the scriptures as they can speak it over themselves as we speak it over them, Lord. Father God, we just pray over all the prayer requests that have come through today, Lord. We just pray that you will answer them, that you will hear them. We know that you hear them, Lord, and we are standing with them today, Lord. Amen and amen. Oh, thank you, God. Father, we thank you for coming into our presence and for being there today, Lord. Thank you that we can come and spend time with you, Lord. Thank you that you teach us how to pray. Thank you that you teach us that all of our all of our prayers can be answered by simply reading your living, breathing word, Lord. 
Father God, we thank you again for technology that no matter where we are in the world today, no matter what time zone we're in, no matter if we can't be here right now as we pray live, Lord, that you are still with us as we gather and pray whether we pray now live or whether we pray later on when we watch the repeat, Lord. And thank you to everyone for joining us today. Thank you. We are so blessed that you continue to have that heart to stand in the gap, that you understand that importance, that foundation of prayer in your lives. And we just thank you for coming and spending that time with us in his presence today. Um, so please don't forget to subscribe to the free audio podcast and also to our other channels. And don't forget we're back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday, so we are here at 1pm. So for now, goodbye and God bless. Oh